When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Got uh, John O'Bartle, who's uh, about to join us on the line to discuss Australia's six-wicket loss against India in the second test of the Border Gavaskar Trophy, uh, and he joins us on the la- on the line now. John O, uh, a very good evening to you. Thanks for hopping on uh, in, in such short notice, mate. Evening, Paolo. It's um, no worries at all. It's a pleasure to um, join you and. Might have been a pretty bad weekend for, for the Australian career team, but a pretty successful weekend for you on the racetrack. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. I tell you what, if they, uh, if the Aussie team had half the spirit and fighting qualities of uh, of that lovely little four year old mare that I had on the racetrack, I think they might have won. But it's uh, it's not to be. But uh, no, I've got a, a big grin on my face. So uh, yeah, this, she's. Uh, I think she's going to be the overnight crowd audience's uh, horse. So we can we can all follow her with great interest. <laughs> Spoken like a proud father there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah, well it wasn't wasn't too much um wasn't too much good to really report, report no, no. From, from Delhi. No, it really <laughs> it really really looked like that um really looked like they had a chance and it was well it's been widely reported they swept themselves off their feet really. Yeah. It was just um <laughs> Everything and I put out a tweet during 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 the procession. I was just like, I'm all for having a plan and finding a method that works for you, but inside all of that, there has to become some problem solving. And playing in India, we've spoken about it at nauseum. It's different. It's like you get there. It's an assault on the senses. The air quality. Is um, different. There's just constant noise. The pitch is playing tricks right from minute one. So you have to find a method that works for you. And I think the most baffling thing for me, Paolo, and I think the general consensus amongst mm-hmm. everyone was more that where was the messaging coming out from the guys running the drinks or running out the gloves yeah. just to say that, hey, we need a stop being aggressive here for a little bit. I understand that it worked so well the night before when Travis Head came out to open the batting and batted so very well with Manus Labuschagne to really put Australia back in the driver's seat after they let it slide away from them with thanks to another brilliant partnership from Akshar Patel and Ravi Chandra and Ashwin um, and Ravindra Jadeja again before that. But it's just where where was the messaging again? And you hear what Andrew McDonald said today that they wanted to stick to their plans and they were sleeping, but it kind of didn't execute as well. But again, if you go in there, you've got to have a plan. You hope that you execute it. Well, you have a plan B and C and so forth. You need these when you go on a big cricket tour. Of course. And I think that the frustrating thing for me was with regards to the second innings was we had everything under control. Jono, we came into that, we came into, you know, we, we had stumps, we were one for, you know, one for around about 60 odd, Travis Head looked in control, was playing aggressively, and then the problem 
after that was they just lost their heads, all of them. And I want to go back to it, and, and, and I'm not bringing it up because, you know, Justin Langer had, and this is not going back to say that he could have maybe changed things or he could have done things because, you know, he, he lost tests in the subcontinent, obviously. But I remember there was one particular phrase or one particular paragraph and one particular saying that he used uh, in the lead up to to a couple of poor performances he said so many of you go and I'm not going to use the I'm not going to use the f word because he did drop that in it he goes so many of you have got so many theories because you're not good enough to have theories and then they came up with this sweep theory that they thought was going to you know trouble India and they've got themselves skittled out for not much and it's ended up costing them the game they need a broom sponsorship after what happened Ridiculous. Well, 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 what they did get is they got Matthew Hayden out on the pitch um, almost with a broom and imitating them oh. after the game. <laughs> but, I, but I think, look, there, there is there is truth to what you're, there is truth what you're saying, and that clip's taken from the first tour that it's in the first series of the Test documentary. It's the first one-day tour that Australia go on after the suspensions of mm-hmm. Steve Smith and David Warner, and they go and get pumps five nil in by the England team yep. in an ODI series, who are on their way to um, world um, world World Cup glory, but. In Dan, it's a pretty novice dressing room. This is a dressing room that's sort of gone through a couple of incarnations together, and you you would have thought going into this particular series, it's a harmonious dressing room. There's not many cracks appearing, particularly through this Australian sum with how dominant they have been. But then you look at the success that that had throughout the Pakistan tour and throughout the mm-hmm. Sri Lanka tour and the home summer. Yeah, there were a couple of bumps along the way in the, along the T20 World World Cup. But there's enough cricketing now for knowledge and experience there. I mean, Nathan Lyon's been to India now three times. Ditto Steve Smith. Ditto David David Warner. They're, for, they're three... They're three of the most senior players in that team. And then you've got senior guys like Pat Cummins, who's been around for a long time now. Mitchell Stark hasn't been able to get on the park, but this was this is also his third tour of India as well. So there's enough experience in that dressing room to sort of know what is right to do in India, know what doesn't work. And even here, even see after the game, Ravindra Jadeja is getting interviewed after being awarded man of the match, and they, and they asked him, you know, would you would you sweep on that wicket? It was practically laughing at how many of the Australians got out sweeping. I think it was about six Australian batters got revert got out sweeping or reverse sweeping. And you can go through all the shots and you can make comments on all the different types of shots, but the facts are they just simply crumbled. Under the Indian pressure that applied on that, that was applied on them, and now we're we're in a situation where it's ten days until the next Test match, and players are going off left, right, and centre to go and um, freshen up mentally because they need it. Because as much as the trophy is not, the trophy can't be won there anymore. There's still plenty for this Australian cricket team to gain over the next two Tests, no less. Um, securing their spot in that World Test Championship final, which they'll most likely be coming up against India in um, neutral territory. Yeah, it's exactly right. I think now it's it's okay. Is 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 it a stage of Cricket Australia coming into these last two tests and saying, putting the hand up and saying, okay, we're just simply not good enough, or is it a case of and and mitigating the damage so they actually do 
make sure that they make this, you know, test championship final? Or is it a case of, no, let's go out and be aggressive again and try to pinch another win? Oh, it, it's You've got to get it right here because this is a massive decision to make because we could easily get swept off the park for zip. And, and, and it is going that way at the moment if something doesn't drastically change. It is looking. It is looking like it is going to be a final, which is um, which is really, really different. You you look at um, you look at the way the last two squads arrived in India and yep. appeared in India. You know, 2013 was an absolute shellacking. It was a young team, and there was homework gate and the changing of the coach. 2017 was also a youngish team in the scheme of things, but they put up mm. a fight. They prepared well. They got the first test and had had an opportunity like they had in Delhi this time to really go on with it and win that second test match. But once India get a sniff, they just don't lose at home. I think it's about 14 test series in a row now that they've won at home. So they're absolutely formidable. And it's it's twofold for Australia. Now. Yeah. The first is for the first is for the team to make sure that they make that World Test Championship final because they're pretty much done everything everything else. They mm-hmm. slipped over at the last hurdle um, in the last Test Championship cycle, so they'll want to make sure that they get to that final and have that sixth Test match in England this winter. But also for Australia, and this is more for the powers that be at home, and it's starting to actually prepare the Indian tour because if the players and Pat Cummins and Steve Smith are going to say that this Indian tour and winning in India, the final frontier, is bigger than an Ashes series, mm-hmm. and start preparing for it. In the Sheffield Shield, in, in Ashes years, when it was particularly away Ashes years, they were using Duke balls half the season to get ready for the swing. They were playing on really grassy grassy wickets and some early season games as well, really trying to prepare for England. Their players would go players would go over, they'd have county seats since they um they when they when they played that Australia versus Australia A game in Southampton in two thousand nineteen, it was on a wicket that was really, really difficult in some really average English conditions that they knew they were going to probably get across the Ashes series and while they didn't end up winning the series they walked away with the trophy and became the first team since 2001 to leave England with um, with the hardware so if they're going to if they're going to really invest in a tour of India wanting to break the duck of winning in, winning a series in India for the first time since 2004 I did the maths Paolo they've only home and away they've only won about five tests against India since December 2014 yep. so it's it's a long time and India you're going to understand the Populational differences and the tiered cricket systems. Like the Ranty Trophy is 37 first class teams, teams played across four tiers. So for every Australian batter that we've got averaging 40 in test cricket and first class cricket, they've got about 50 of them as well. And we've only got six state sides as well to pick from. Yeah. So you can, you can understand all of that. So it's twofold. One, the team has to G themselves up to gee themselves up to get ready to play these final two test matches and Mm -hmm. at least get something out of it so they can, you know, attempt, they can have that chance as well to play in that World Test Championship final and cement for some players, cement their legacy like that. And for Cricket Australian back home, they really need to invest in developing for this 
crystal because if they say it's the final frontier, the next final frontier and one of these massive, massive test series, I know that the next time India come out to Australia in a couple of summers' time, they'll be here. It's going to be a five-test series. It's going to be long. And you look at the players that they're producing, you know, not only their spinners, but guys like um, Mohammed Shami, Mohammed Siraj, Jasper Bumrah, Umesh Yadav, who we haven't seen yet in this series. Um, they've got the fast bowlers and the batters to match it in the Australian conditions. Yeah. So they've come out here, they've won the last two series in Australia that they've played, and who's to say that they wouldn't start favourites mm. when they come out here in a couple of years' time? No, it's, it's spot on, and I think it, it's uh, it, it's a perfect analysis of, of our approach into this test series as well. And, you know, being being a horse racing analyst and a punter as well, I'm all I'm huge on preparation and setup. You have to have the right setup, you have to have the right preparation and you have to time your run perfectly. And I just don't think and I said it with I think I said it with you and a few others leading up and some talk back leading up into this series. I just didn't feel that we had the right setup leading into this uh test series against India purely because we weren't battle-hardened because of the, the the summer of cricket we had here against the West Indies and the Proteas. We, we weren't tested at all in, in either of those series. And then we played no practice game or lead-up game into the series in India, and no one was really prepared for, for what was to come. So, you know, we're playing a handful of debutantes as well, uh, you know, a handful of, you know, inexperienced batsmen too with regards to, you know, Travis Head. I know he's, he's been around the, you know, he's been around the system for quite a while, but, you know, I think from a test cricket perspective and a batting perspective, he's still relatively inexperienced. I don't think he's hit his peak at all yet. I think he's still got plenty of upside. A guy like Matt Renshaw hasn't been part of the test squad for, for a little while. And then we've got these two, two spinners in Coolerman and, and Murphy who have only, you know, they, they're just starting their test careers now. So again, I still think this will keep us and hold us in good stead for the Ashes. That's what I'm looking at, as well as the Test Championship final that's coming up. So I think this series is a write-off, but it's great preparation for what's to come, I think, this year in 2023 and beyond. So, again, I wouldn't be too... I wouldn't be too disheartened by what's going on in India purely because the setup is not right, John. I don't know if you share that sentiment, but that's that's how I'm looking at. It doesn't mean that we can't critique them and have a dip because they've been poor, but I think I think this will set them up nicely for what's to come in 2023 and beyond. And all, all you can do is you can hope that it steals them. I'm, Correct. I'm, I, I think I'm in the mon- I think I'm in the minority with the public of the, public with this one. I actually am firmly with Andrew McDonald, who again um, reiterated his firm stance that they were right to not have the tour match. And yeah, you can't replicate the conditions you're going to get no, in you can't. Um, Bangalore and yep. Delhi in some outground in North Sydney. You, you simply can't do that and you can't spend, sometimes you can't afford to spend 10 days in Dubai on a, on a, on a national camp or, but they had the six days in Bangalore and reality is Cricket Australia decided to prioritise the, um, dying Big Bash League this year by making all their, um, big name players who were available to play or weren't injured play in that competition. Which which, um, to, to their credit, kind of worked. Big Bash had a mini revival, but you're 100% right. It didn't help Australia's chances in playing, playing some, playing some red ball cricket and getting harder. Now, that's a question for the schedule and the makeup of the Australian summer, which is a whole other can of worms, and we'll be here until well beyond 3 <laughs> a.m. Discussing, discussing, discussing that. But I, some of some of these things.
the let's say they did go around and they had a they had a tour game, they would have gone to a ground, they would have probably gotten a green top somewhere in um Bangalore. They would have India would have rolled out a team of um young kids for Australia to just run around, hit the giggle, bowl them out really quickly and they wouldn't actually get much out of it. So I Again, I can understand the rationale of not having the tool game and, and not and planning mm. planning and presenting your preparation for yourself rather than being absolutely dictated to by the conditions and the pitch. Which yeah, you're going to get to if you if you're in control of what you can control, you can manufacture your own ways. But again, nothing as I said at the top, nothing really compares to actually being in India and what. Playing, not playing cricket in India is all about, which is really all-encompassing, and you've got to be able to stand up to the heat and the pressure. And if you don't, as we've seen on a couple of occasions, you will you will absolutely crumble. And exactly. it's gotten the better of Australia a couple of times, and they've just got to look at it and say, right, we're two matches down, we've got two more chances to right the wrong and put some runs on the board because as much as they'll be dented very much by yeah. these two results, mm-hmm. um, lo- losing a test series in six days isn't, isn't, isn't really going to fill anyone with much confidence. So as you said, there's a massive, massive year ahead and if they want to take some momentum into that, only got to look across the pitch of what England have done to New Zealand recently and they're only going from strength to strength. So it's going to be important to take some momentum into the middle of the year and with a couple of big series coming up, you wouldn't want to, you wouldn't want to um, face the music if you screw <laughs> that one up. No, not at all. Not at all. We've got uh, John O'Bardock on the line from the uh, Inner Sanctum. Just before we let you go, John, our Aussie women are doing us proud thus far in their T20 World Cup, a, a big six-wicket win over South Africa, four from four in the group stage, uh, and they are all but through to the semi-finals of the uh, T20 World Cup. Uh, they, they've been exemplary thus far in this tournament, haven't they? They've been fantastic. They truly are one of the they're the best team in the world. Yeah, um, no they're, doubt. They're surely the best team in the world. So they're a lock in to go through, as are England over in Group 2. And really now, it's um, the final couple of group games coming up. There's a couple of um, really interesting ones coming up. So South Africa, the host, they had a big win the other night to keep their qualification chances alive. Um, so New Zealand have finally gotten on a roll as well. So they're currently second in Group 1 as well. I think it's, it's well, India and England are going to be the probably the two teams from Group 2 that go through, and mm-hmm. they're going to play Australia, and I reckon South Africa are going to come through. They're playing Bangladesh at 4 o'clock in the morning on Wednesday, which they should be able to get the job done there. Yep. And then we're probably going to have the same four teams that faced off in the 2020 semifinals, and... Oh, I, I'm, I'm getting behind Australia because of how the best team in the world. But England, uh, England are looking very, very dangerous. Then could be a formidable final, uh, final opponent as they were in the 50-over World Cup early last year. Okay, we'll keep an eye on that. The final of the tournament, well, the semi-finals are the 23rd and the 24th of Feb. Uh, the final comes up uh, this Sunday, the 26th of February. Uh, Jono, we'll have to wrap it up there, but always good to hear from you, and uh, we'll hear from you before the third test, and we'll do a little wrap and preview of what's to come uh, in the T20 Women's World Cup as well as we get closer to the weekend. But uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, as always, your contributions much appreciated, mate.